following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. Look, when you're a short, fat kid, you either become a really good counterpuncher or you get really good at being to yourself or you just hang out with all the other people who are getting joked on so y'all have each other to console each other. Whether you listen to us live or you listen to us on the podcast, welcome to a brand new episode of Five Minute Warning. Of course, it's your boy Ruben out here preaching that preach, talking that talk, and saying a whole bunch of stuff you probably shouldn't be saying, but it's too late because it comes out before he gets a chance to edit himself. And of course, with me today, got Moby in the house. What's going on, man? Oh, I was, I was making sure you could hear me, man. I was like, that was a little slow. <laughs> What's going <laughs> My on? My bad. What's going on, man? <laughs> Not much, man. Got the Orioles hat on today. You know, just did it just match the clothes, I guess. Or you just I mean, well, shout out it, the Orioles because they did something. Nah, it's just <laughs> cool, cool. Well, um, AG is officially in parts unknown today, so we will catch up with him hopefully, hopefully next officially weekend. Officially in parts unknown. Why, why can't you just say he ain't gonna be here? Like, like if people don't. Owe, you don't owe him. You don't owe the people nothing. Just hey, he ain't gonna be there. I won't hear last week. And he ain't here this week, and you're gonna be here pretty much every week because that's what you do. Even even when you say you're not gonna be here, I'm still not. I mean, hey man, just cut that shout out from 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 afar. That don't mean I'm not there, but you know, I was there and now I wasn't. You, you, now you just was checking in. You was just making sure it was happening without you. You was micromanaging. Yeah, that's what I mean, you was doing. And y'all was still late, so it was like whatever. Bruh, like being late is consistent. <laughs> I don't know how many times we have to say, man, we was trying to stay true to the show, man. We, man, we we're not late little, all the time. All the time. The fact that you had to say all the time means we be late sometimes. And that's okay, because man. We if I said we never late, that'd be a lie. And you right. trying to lie so to people. Tell the truth. I did. That's why I said sometimes. Like I said, I was staying true to the show. We started a little late, we ran a little long. And somewhere in there, we got off the topic, most of the topics. So it was a healthy <laughs> show, man. Like in the day, we we actually no, I think we started a little late today too, we and did. we're probably gonna run a little long, and we're not gonna stay on topic. Like I said, that that is literally the formula of the show. So you and don't have to micromanage and check on that. That's just what's gonna happen. And people still listen somehow. So okay, hey, thank you. You got you got the numbers people. that prove that. I don't. <laughs> you know, I ain't saying we got millions of people. We got a couple, and I appreciate those couple. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So before we get started, I just want to say one thing: the Lakers had a really good second half of the season. We sucked the first half. We probably will get swept tomorrow night. And you know what? It is what it is. Because if you was listening to the haters out there, 
we weren't even supposed to make it to the past the first round of play, see, play game. See, man, I hate when you do that, man. I hate when you do that. Hate like, when I do what? You, you're basically trying to come out and cape for your team, and then because you don't want to actually take an L, you're gonna say, "Well, we weren't supposed to be here in the first place." Like at this, like, bro, how about you just say, "Hey, we getting beat by a better team." And, you know, I think we had a good season. Don't try well, to throw in the sidebar that gives you a win. Because basically, well, you, you find a <laughs> we ain't supposed to be here thing because you're still trying to get a W somehow, bro. Like, look, they had a good season. They, they kind of overachieved. They, they had a trade that made them do some noise, you know, make some noise. And at the end of the day, you getting beat by a better team. There's no shame. Stop trying to take a dub, man. Just be like, hey, man, I love my team and I ride with them, win, lose, or draw. And when the grand scheme, yeah, but you went in the defense. That. You went in the defense and trying to get an easy win at the beginning. You was like, we weren't supposed to be here. But I don't get a shot. Those are statement. all those those are all trying to take wins, man. All right, I'm sorry, I cut you off. I'm gonna let you finish. But no, Yogi's had one of the best seasons of all. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was saying, yeah, man. I mean, Denver ain't no. Denver is no joke. Straight up. I mean, look, man, in the grand scheme of things, you know, we won two series. You know, if you listen to everybody else, we weren't supposed to win the first one. And that's what it was. But now, Denver is legit. Denver is really legit. And, you know, a lot of people are just like, well, Phoenix, you know, they gave those four. Nah, man, Denver out here letting people know that we ain't no punks on the street. We the number one seed for a reason. And we're going to beat you. And they beating us. I mean, there ain't nothing I can say about that. We're probably going to get swept tomorrow. And you know what? We're going to get swept. But hopefully next year, we're probably going to try to keep everybody. And hopefully you, next you, year. You, you, really, you really don't think they're going to get one dub? Man. I want them to win tomorrow night. I truly, truly do. Don't get it twisted. I do want them to win. But the problem is, man, my fear is the third quarter, they're going to quit. That's my fear. But my fear is the third quarter, they're going to quit every game. But I will say this, at least for these third is quarters. Is it that they quitting or are they, are they just getting beat? <laughs> I mean, are oh, they no. just getting beat or are they quit? Well, I f- but no, because there are a couple games in the other two series where they quit. Like game fives of both series, by third quarter, it's like, you know what? We'll go ahead and rest our people, you know, so game six in L.A., we can get that dub and end it. I mean, and that's probably a very brilliant move, but at least in this series, they haven't quit. You know, because they were down by 20 and 25 points numerous times in this series. And they came back. They stormed back. So, I mean, the good thing about it is they've already come out and said that there's absolutely no way, no way they're letting Reeves out. Which means they're willing to pay the luxury tax. You got to do it. Because um, they paid luxury tax the last two years. You know, because of everything. So, all I'm saying is, I hope we get one. But you know what? As a Lakers fan, I'm happy that we at the very least beat Memphis. 
I almost kind of didn't expect us to be Golden State, but we did. You know, but I'm glad we beat Memphis, and I'm glad in the last game we stumped them because, you know, in the grand scheme of things, man, look, you got to respect some people, man. Look, I don't like Jordan, but I respect Jordan for what he has done. But if you can sit there and call LeBron James old, then you're going to get what you get. That's just like calling Jordan old and get mad that he averages 40 points a game against your ass. Like, you can't do it. You know? So, shout out to LA. Awesome season. Because it was looking bad at the beginning. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, buddy. You know? And you know what? If we get swept, but the Boston Celtics get swept, you know, I'm not even going to be mad. I'll take that. I'll take that dub all day. Because if Boston, if Boston gets swept, movie, they breaking that shit up. What do you why, think about that? Why, why do you always try to deflect from y'all, y'all, your L, man? Like you're you're always you're just constantly in search of a win. Like, yeah. hey, we're losing, but look over there at Boston. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you're just constantly trying to. F- hey, yeah, we're losing, but hey, I mean, we weren't supposed to be here according to the hey, bro. Just, just take your L. Just be like, hey, man, Lakers had a good season. I hope we keep Reeves and leave everybody. Like, stop trying to hit everybody else with strays. Like, the Celtics ain't got nothing to do with what's going on with y'all. Because if y'all were winning, you wouldn't be saying shit about the Celtics right now. Yeah, would. you just I mean, wouldn't. I'm, no, I'm happy they're getting swept. No, no bullshit. That, that's cool. You bad. might be happy, but you wouldn't be saying shit about it right now. If the Lakers were up three in the O, it would be uh, I'm going to continue to suck my team's dick for the remainder of the season. You'd be like, the Lakers are this. Uh, nobody thought we was going to do this. We defied the odds, blah, blah, blah. But look, man. Yeah, the Celt- I don't think the Celtics going to get swept. Just like, honestly, I don't think y'all going to get swept. Actually, I think it would be bad for Denver if they swept it. I almost feel like they need to do what they've been doing in most games, which is telling y'all to get y'all ass back up so y'all can get these jabs again. Because if they win now, <laughs> they, I don't think the Celtics are going to get swept. So I don't want them to win and have to wait like a week and a half to play another game. Like, it almost might be better. Hey, let's let the Lakers get a dub so we can get an extra game in there so we ain't just sitting around the well, creek. It, it don't really matter because the finals are set. The finals, if they, I mean, once, whether once they again, I don't want them to be sitting around while the other team that they're going to play is still getting live game action. Because, you know, I mean, look, Jokic does one of two things when he goes away. He either gains weight or he loses weight. So, I mean, this could be like, you know, pandemic Jokic where he came back looking skinny. Or yeah. this could be, you know, the Sean Kemp Jokic where the series starts two weeks later and he gained 25 pounds. Like, Damn, that's cold, bro. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I'm about saying, I'm about say, where, you can say it's cold, but where's the lie? <laughs> I'm just saying it's cold. I'm just all saying. Hey, I'm just glad the world's getting to see how Jamal nice. Murray. Well, no, not just him. I'm just glad to see the world's getting to see how nice a lot of these players on Denver are who've been hidden or either just hurt. But I mean, Jokic, I mean, Jokic, we've heard about Jokic, but I really think a lot of people who watch basketball or pretend to be fans of basketball haven't really seen Jokic play until nah. now. And the reason I knew that is because I heard people saying, oh, well, Anthony Davis gonna lock you, can, can lock Jokic down. And I was thinking to myself, y'all have not seen this man play basketball, nah. have you? Because there ain't a soul on earth 
that can stop that doughboy from scoring whenever he wants. That pale, non-athletic looking dude who plays ball better than most people. Like, you ain't going to stop him from scoring. Yeah, yeah. Or doing I mean, whatever he wants. I honestly just doing whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. The dude's solid, man. And, you know, honestly, him not winning the MVP might be the best thing to happen to him. Because whoever wins the MVP, they don't seem to be winning shit in the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't, hey. I don't think I don't think one has to do with the other. But I mean, look, if if some people think you know there's a correlation, then hey, maybe maybe him not winning the MVP. I think what him not winning the MVP just did was make him I don't know bitter about you know somebody saying he shouldn't win it three times in a row. I, I feel like he just came out and been like, oh, so I'm not the MVP. Y'all, how about y'all watch this? How about y'all next watch? Watch the next couple months of basketball and let me know I ain't the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he should have been MVP, but you know. And you're, you hear all these people in the playoffs talking about how Anthony Davis has been a defensive monster. And in the first game, he basically said, hey, this nigga can't guard me. Y'all, y'all better put that Japanese boy on me and let Anthony Davis just y'all sit on the sideline. <laughs> You <laughs> so dumb. I mean, I'm just because every clip in the first game where Anthony Davis was guarding him was basically Anthony Davis getting a bucket on. I mean, like, it was jab for me. It looked like jab, jab, man. They weren't really stopping each other. It well, first just- of all, no, nobody has accused Jokic of being a defensive presence. And honestly, he's like, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here. To, I'm here to be KFC. I'm out here giving you all these buckets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna give you buckets. And every time he saw Anthony Davis, he saw a three-piece dinner. I'm putting this bucket. The spin move. Yeah, yo, when the last time you seen Jokic dunk? He dunked. He dunked when yeah, Anthony Davis was behind him. Exactly. He, he was like, "Oh, oh, oh! I ain't athletic. Well, I, I'm still gonna dunk on you, boy." <laughs> <laughs> he, he, when, when he hit that that three in the, in the first game in the end of the first half, and Anthony Davis just looked at him, and Jokic just looked at him and like shrugged his shoulders. I felt like he was basically saying, "Anthony, this ass whooping ain't even about you. You just you just the one that's got to take it." I mean. <laughs> These other motherfuckers was talking shit, and well, well no you one was talking shit though. No, 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 no. It won't Anthony Davis. It won't even Lakers people. It was yeah. just a whole bunch of basketball people who've never seen yeah. this guy play. Yeah. And Anthony Davis. Look, Anthony Davis has been a monster defender in the playoffs. He has, but he also ain't played nobody like this. Well, no, <laughs> he just no, not that first few series. No, definitely not. And I mean, it's just exactly. So, so I think yeah. it was giving false hope. Now, putting Anthony Davis off the ball is actually a really, really smart defensive that's, move. That's what you do. Yeah, you it was know, a very have, smart defensive move. Yeah. You put Hachimura But now there. the problem is, like, everybody was like, hey, we can't let Jokic beat us. And then Murray was just like, oh, y'all thought this was the only nigga we had? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yo, that kid, he's been lights out. Literally, he, it's almost like he went home. And was like, we back in the bubble. We back in the bubble. And literally, because he ain't really blown up this playoffs until he saw the Lakers. Um, and I mean, blow up like not like this. The dude's yeah. averaging like thirty five points a game. Right, he had like a, he had like forty six point performance in the first round. Man, <laughs> I mean, he's been killing. I mean, just, just because just because you hadn't seen him 
whoop nobody's ass like this. Don't mean he hadn't been doing it. But all I'm saying is, but I know he can whoop somebody's ass. But I mean, like, the dude's taking shots with hands in the face. And he's just like, what? And I'm just like, yeah. And then, like... And, yeah, yeah, honestly, just can we just not let Austin Reeves be guarding him no more? Because it feels like every time Reeves gets on a switch with him, Murray's taking that shit personal. It's almost you know, like, so this y'all great white hope? <laughs> it's not even Reeves. It's not even Reeves, though, man. Once again, it ain't just Reeves. D'Angelo Russell been D'Angelo really Russell. taking it. Like, he been... Oh, my God. He said, D'Angelo, did you learn how to play defense when you were in, like, in middle school or some shit? Because... Your defense yeah, but, but but between Russell straight up guard him and Reeves getting switched on him, I feel like every time Reeves gets switched on him, he he basically looking at that dude like the white man can't jump dude. Like, yeah, I'm I'm about to give you all these buckets. <laughs> <laughs> like it's almost like he's disrespected. It's almost like back in the day when I heard Larry Bird used to get mad when they put a white guy to guard him, he'd be like, How you gonna have a white guy guard me, man? No, full well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. It's just, yeah. It's not It's not good. Schroeder's done very well on him because Schroeder's quick, except when he goes under the pick. When he goes under the pick, man, that's a three in the face. And I'm just like, but, bro. But the thing, the problem is when you say going under the screen, it's like you can't go through the doughboy. Like, that's true. That dude's big. So, like, you got to, like, either I'm going to run into this wall or I'm going to go underneath the wall. Like, after a while, you get tired of running into the wall. All I got to say, man, is... And I, I really have I not talked about this the whole season. Yo, is this a series about how how to flop terribly? Oh I mean, my that's god! Kind of the NBA, that's kind of what the NBA. Yeah, is. man, but like I've just kind of given up on. But I mean, that's that's just what you do now. I'm not saying I agree with it. Yet. Yeah, I mean, here's the problem with the flopping thing. Like, you can give penalties for, but you ain't gonna stop. You ain't gonna stop people from doing it in the playoffs. Like, people will gladly I mean, take that fine. People will gladly take that flop fine if it means it can get the other team's best player out of the game. Yeah, but I, 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 feel, like te- I feel like I feel like the teams will pay. The, it ain't working because they ain't even trying to find them. Because they're like, man, the team's gonna pay that fine anyway, bro. If I see Schroeder out here flopping one more motherfucker dive, man. Man, it ain't just Schroeder, man. It's I know. Flopping, it's Schroeder. It's Schroeder. I can't even get mad at everybody. Like, well, LeBron like, been flopping. Yeah, LeBron. But, I mean, they're just times, man. Why are the Celtics getting beat by 20 right now, man? You want to know why? Because the Celtics are getting outcoached, and their coach has decided that, you know what, y'all go will lose this shit by yourself. I ain't calling timeouts in the third quarter. I ain't trying to come up with no plays. Effort that is to me, man, is straight up coaching. Straight yeah, up, we've talked, we've talked a lot of basketball on this show. Man. I know, it's right? Like so, we're a damn sports podcast. I mean, we used to be, but hey, but the real thing is, this show today is about real, about real shit. Not that we don't talk about real shit on a daily basis, but today, Mo B and I go talk about some real shit. And while we're in basketball, can we talk about Alexis Morris, man? Do we have to? I mean, we do, because, like, I kind of want to know what your take is on it, because, like, I feel like, I feel like the, the, the Twitter game got her, because you can't come out and talk about, like, how um, the college game 
in the WNBA game is different and difficult. I mean, you did come from, if I'm correct, she came from South Carolina, right? No, she was at LSU. Alexis Morris, LSU. Well, that's one reason why. But yeah, she was talking about how it's so different in the WNBA. And then after she got let go, you know, she has pretty much said, quote, if we can't make roster spots for rookies, cut the vets, unquote. They got the vets gotta know when they're when to cut the net and pass the torch, bro. Come on, man. Like am, am I looking at this wrong movie? Like no. you can sit out here and be like, oh my god, this shit's too hard. And then when you get cut, why are you cutting all the rookies? How about you cut all the vets? Well, because the vets know how to play. <laughs> That's why you don't cut the vets. I, as a basketball player, man, I need your insight on this because I feel like the Twitter machine got her. I mean, first of all, the Twitter machine has pretty much the entire generation, honestly. But, <laughs> I mean, look, I, I try to be... I was trying to look at this objectively and I was trying to like look at it from multiple angles. So my, my first honest opinion was just like, hey, this is a problem with participation trophy culture yeah. because she's always been rewarded for being good. And now it's like you went to an environment which is like, we're not just going to reward you for being good. We're going to reward you if you're better. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you're better, you'll make the squad. If you're not, you won't. So from that sense I was just like yeah it's it's just a bad look but I was trying to also look at did she make any good points yes and no she did make some valid points because in the NBA first round picks are guaranteed a roster spot they have to you have to keep your first round pick mm-hmm. also in the NBA there's what 30 teams yeah, as opposed to WNBA 10 teams so I mean, a lot less real estate. Which is now now to say now to say (laughs) exactly. It's like, yo, why you got so many draft picks? You only got ten teams. I mean, at some point in time, you you go, should we start talking about expansion? Maybe, but I mean, at, at this point in time, they don't make money with the ten teams. So if you expand it, would the league make money? Probably not. So it, it's my biggest thing is it seems like no woman basketball player at LSU has anybody telling them to put the fucking phone down. <laughs> like it, it just it just seems like at some point in time your program. If she wants to say LSU in the in the college basketball world didn't prepare for the WNBA. The first thing that you do when you go to college at a big program is you be like, hey, put your fucking phone down. Yeah. Because Twitter will not get you paid. Well, it will if you want to get paid based on followers. She has a ton of followers. If you want to make money based on being followers and being a public figure, fine. If you want to make money for being respected in your field, go fucking work. <laughs> and and my thing is like, all right, you got cut from this roster. There was nothing saying that you being cut from this roster means you never going to make a roster. But you Correct. know what will keep you from making a roster? This Doing shit. stupid shit like this. 
saying stupid shit like this. So now that all the WNBA vets, even when they see you, they're going to be like, no, we don't respect you. Because, because as a young player, my fear would be like, why am I going to say something about these old players who literally have paved the way for me to make it? Why am I going to tell them to get the fuck up out the paint <laughs> when it should be my job to get them up out the paint? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, hey, who am I? I'm just I'm just a 40 year old dude saying get off my lawn because maybe this new generation is like, yeah, all them old motherfuckers in their 30s need to just exit the league. Yeah, Which, could, you like, an, could you imagine an NBA player saying that? Could, could you imagine some rookie being drafted and being like, hey, all the 30 year old NBA players need to just give it up, need you to just be hang in the it league up forever? Like, <laughs> like, my thing is, like, would you say that to LeBron? Would you be like, hey, you 38, bro? You should have been giving this shit up. And LeBron would look at you like, bro, be better than me. Like, I give this shit up when you tell me I can give it up. Like, will you make me give it up? Yeah, yeah. And they have 12 teams in the WNBA. But, yes, it's a, it's a very good point. I don't understand why I have, like, four rounds of drafts. The NBA only has two rounds of drafts because, I guess, posture for that reason. And, like, I will say this. I don't know if – I don't know why it's been – I don't remember in the past hearing about so many people who got drafted cut. But I feel like – it happens every year. Yeah, but I feel like it's been heightened this year. I don't know well, why. Here's the thing. There's more talented women basketball players than ever right now. Yeah. And there hasn't been an expanded league. Yeah. Like, if you limited the NBA to 10 teams, there would be a whole shit ton of players that would be like, hey, we're good enough to be in a league. And the answer would be, you're right. The problem is there's only so many spots in the league. Yeah, and of course there there are only twelve spots for women players on teams, where the NBA has fourteen or fifteen. So I thought that was kind of interesting as well. But I mean, you know, you know, for your opening day roster, you can only have twelve, which I understand, obviously, because you still got to pay people. I don't know. I was just like, when I read it, and I was like, yo, play. You just ain't doing herself no favors. Nah, that's, not that's at all. That's really all it is. It's like, yo, you not trying to play basketball no more. I mean, yeah. And, and it's, honestly, that's what it feels like, man. It feels. I've noticed this when I, I used to go to the gym and play basketball. If I still go to the gym, the younger generation does not do well taking L's. So what they do is they go to the gym, they play. If they win, everything gravy. If they lose, they go, I won't even try for real. Like, I ain't even playing hard for real. Because nowhere in their participation trophy award winning ass <laughs> lives have they had to take an L. Because they've been told their whole lives, you're a winner for showing up. And she thought, I got drafted in the first round. I'm a winner for showing up. And she yeah. got to camp. And it probably won't go on well. These old vets, because it is a different game. College game in the WNBA. It's a different game. And these vets was probably like, hey, rookie, you need to tighten up. You know, you yeah. got some more learning to do. And instead of taking this, getting cut and doing what most women do, go overseas, tighten their game up, yep. come back into a camp next year, ready to go with the experience. She went to Twitter so she could get support from all the people who ain't got no fucking talent of their own, hoping to get support. And like, and I, I said, if I'm correct, one of the South Carolina girls got cut too. You didn't see her coming out saying no shit. And she got coached by 
someone who played the WNBA. So you would hope. And, she, that, and when she got cut, she probably called Don, and Don probably was like, "We need to get your ass in the gym and work harder." Like yeah. she probably was like, "You're good enough to be in the WNBA. There's a limited number of spots. You got to go earn it." Yeah, she was a first round draft pick, and that shit was like out. And I'm just like, you know, it, it's just like even the girl who got the girl and I bring her up uh, from Iowa, the center. She got drafted in the third round. She got cut too, and I was like, damn, she played great in college. However, I will also say, I probably should say that, yeah, that running up and down shit that they didn't do at Iowa for real. Yeah, <laughs> it's also different when you yeah. had the greatest floor spacer in college basketball on your team yeah. to give you all that room to operate. Because like, like they made that statistic known all through the tournament. She's only dribbled twice yeah. in the entire damn tournament. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, then you got um, uh, what's her name from from South Carolina Player of the Year. You know, she started for Indiana, and she's out there doing that work. I mean, she ain't that much bigger. But, you know, she's probably a little bit more shaped. So, yeah. Hey, hey, people, just stop bitching on Twitter. Like, really. Especially if you're bitching at something that you want to be part of. Yeah, that's just dumb. I like it dumb. Hey, man. You want to be you want to be a Twitter celeb? Be a Twitter celeb. And see, I, I wanted to talk about the NIL a little bit because that might have did some things, but not sure yet. No, I no guess- see, the, the, the NIL has had an impact because... Um, and it's not all negative. I mean, the NIL has given a lot of these people a platform to make money mm-hmm. without professionalism. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the, and that's why I made the statement of like, yo, if you want to be a Twitter celeb, this work because we're talking about it. Yeah. People, a lot of people who might not even know who she was might now be followers or following her on Twitter to see, hey, what's up with this shit? My thing know. is, if, if you're trying to parlay this into a job in the WNBA, yeah. not boo. You're trying to parlay it into a lot of followers so you can just be a Twitter celeb. Hey, great job. Mission yeah. accomplished. And a couple months ago, Angel Reese came out and was like, well, I'll make more money in college than they do in WNBA. I was like, come on, play it. And like, she, but you know you're what? Right. I, you're I think right. that was important. But I actually think that was important for her to say. Be, because I also think that that shows that, hey, WNBA. Shit together. You're not marketing yourself very well. Like, because there's no way your college basketball player should say, I make more money in college than I do if I would play in a WNBA. That yeah. means WNBA does not do a very good job of marketing their talent. Whoever <clears throat> is that marketing person needs to be fired. I mean, I, I don't I know if they that. need to be fired, but I think I think they need to reevaluate the way they've been doing things. I think yeah. partially they've been trying to market the same way the NBA does and I also realized that being a marketing person for the WNBA is kind of a catch-22 because the one thing you don't want to do is do what some of the women athletes have done which is in many ways some of them have marketed their sexuality as well as their athleticism Mm -hmm. and if you're the WNBA marketing person you're like we ain't trying to do that with our players we're not trying to sexualize them but at the same time we do know sexualizing women works so it's like it's a it's a it's a fine line so yeah i'm not going to say the wnba marketing people should be fired because i understand man that's a difficult job trying to ride that tightrope <laughs> i do think they need to go from 12 to 16 though because at this point in time the talent that's coming out of college, you mean 16 players no 16 teams yeah because they only have 12 teams right now they got to go more because it's too many players coming out 
that in the grand scheme of things, it shouldn't go overseas. His now, that's not it's bad. About, it's about money, though, because, yeah. like, you know, if, if your league is hemorrhaging to make money with 12 teams, probably ain't going to make more with 16. Almost 30 years in the business. Yeah, what, 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 only two teams expanded? Because it started off with 10, right? Yeah. So they've had two expansion teams in almost 30 years? It's not good. Bruh, like, do you realize the WNBA is only like one year older than loving basketball the movie like that that that's that's how you, that's how i put things in context you know wow. what i'm saying like <laughs> wow actually might be like three years older than loving basketball like you know how long ago that shit was <laughs> and there's too many there's too many sports outlets for them not to get decent deals well, like, it, it's just like what they talked about on what the HB um, Bomani show with the, in, the women NCAA tournament. How mm-hmm. they haven't done a very good job of monetizing it, even though its viewership has gone up as opposed to the men's viewership. Well, but the reason for that is their contract is locked in with the men's contract, and they've already talked about yeah, we need a separate contract because See, it, that's, it, it, that's, that's actually the thing. It's not locked in with the men's. That's a little. That's a, because what it is is they weren't allowed to even call their tournament March yeah. Madness because it wasn't locked in with the men's tournament. They had the right to go negotiate their own deal and they just negotiated a really bad deal. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the NCAA's fault. Yeah. You know. I mean, they don't, they didn't see value in, they didn't see as much value in, in women athletics and the market is saying, yeah, you might not see value in it, but viewership apparently uh-huh. sees value in it. Yeah. Yeah, they got you. I mean, so, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. We watched more of the women's tournament than the men's tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So let's shift to another basketball. St- I got to know, man. I really got to know. I think the world wants to know, man. John Morant, man, how you feel about this? Why, does, why would the world want to know how I feel about it? Because, man, you be, you be, you be speaking that gospel. And you please, straight up about it. Please don't say I be speaking gospel. I mean, honestly... The first thing I think about when I see this is um, I don't have room for jokes. And it sounds funny because, like, usually I, I find a joke in everything. But see, see, see. I, this, I, no, here, here, here it is. I feel no, like. Not the, you. What just happened? Trash. From, from a Raiders fan. Trash. I mean, I mean. That's trash. That's trash, man. That's trash. Yeah, we're not. I'm. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do there, Dave. Um, That's trash. That's trash. That's trash. trash. Honestly, man, I don't have jokes for it because I feel like everybody else has been joking on it. And I feel like everybody has been focused. Well, I mean, just just media in general, people joking about it. And and basically everybody's bottom line is, man, he's fucking up his money. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, man, he's fucking up his life, man. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a sad cultural thing man like he is a slave this is my opinion I don't know to do you know what I'm saying but based on like what the his public knowledge about his upbringing this nigga grow up in no hood this dude didn't grow up um lacking things he he won't um born and made in the streets I, mean, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he was like doing a Jay Z. Like you know, Hove did that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't feel like John Morant lived like that. So to me, it's like apparently the culture has such a stranglehold on some of our youth that we just want so badly to be a part of this 
hip hop community that like he is just like bro what type of mindset do you have to have to already had had opportunity to fuck up your money you Twice. rolled it out you Twice. rolled it out yeah I'm saying you rolled it out you got your suspension your commercials were still on Nike you were still in the playoffs you know and basically all you had to do was hey stay clean and then everybody came out and said man he need to get some better friends he need to get some better friends bro he got some great fucking friends and let me tell you why he got some great fucking friends because as soon as that dude that was on IG live saw that gun he put the camera straight down and he was looking at y'all nigga what the fuck is wrong with you you about to fuck up our money because I imagine if you if you Josh's friend and you hanging out doing Josh things and you ain't got no job that means you spending his money so he in the driver's seat looking at Josh like nigga you are fucking this up for us like bro why did you have to pull the gun out and then I'm thinking on a bigger spectrum bro you in the passenger seat while the car's moving no, he's pulling up a gun it, it doesn't matter you you in the car flashing the gun cars moving what if a cop pulled up beside y'all yeah and they see and they don't see nba player john morant flashing a the gun they see six foot three who's big on normal standards yes not nba standards he looks tiny on the court yeah, out there yeah, but yeah. you see john morant walking down the street he don't look tiny six foot three dude flashing a gun in the car why it's moving Bro, they gonna shoot and ask questions later. And Memphis, and we and, and, we, and we worried about him fucking up his money. And Memphis, no nah, man, I'm worried about him not making it out. I just don't get it. Like, and then I, his parents, man. Like, first of all, I get it. I get it. Your parent, you know, you're a parent. Your kid makes it, so you like, hey man, we made it. But your mama calling, calling you when she had Foot Locker having a dispute with some Foot Locker people. First of all, ask her motherfucking husband or ex-husband, whatever they are, you calling our son for a dispute that you having at Foot Locker, bitch? You better call me. Don't don't have our son out here fucking up his money. Call me. <laughs> call me, dude, that really don't got shit to lose right now. Yeah. Like I think everybody is is letting him down. And Dave, you're right. I think he is an idiot. But Here's the thing. Like, I think idiot is a symptom. I don't think idiot is the disease. No, no. I think idiot is the symptom. He doing dumbass shit because, well, apparently people allow him to do dumbass shit. And I get it. It's hard to tell a dude worth 200 plus million what to do. But somebody got to. Some Somebody got to be the dude that's like, hey, Jai. Like, honestly, I wish the Instagram video would have went a little longer, and I wish it was his boy slapping the shit out of him while he held the gun, <laughs> going, child, you got the fuck up. up. Like, bro, you can go play basketball wherever. Nigga, I can't go to places you can go without you. So I need you to get your shit together so we can keep fronting for all these bitches. <laughs> like, like I need you. You might not need me, but I need you. You fucking so my game up. <laughs> you fucking my game up right now, man. I'm getting all this game because I'm with you. Now you fucking my shit up. Dave, man. I 100% agree with you. I think idiot is a series of poor personal choices. I 100% agree. I, 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 I think he's doing idiot-like things. Yeah, it's a doubt. And I hope, I hope the least of what this costs him is money. Like honestly, I hope like because yeah. hey, a lot of NBA players are broke after they play. They've but, already pulled their shoe off. 
Yeah, but I hope, but I hope this don't turn into a Sean Kemp story. Were you just some sad retired NBA player pulling out a gun at the mall? And now you about to get arrested? Like you can't dunk no more. Yeah, you can't dunk no more. You got twenty eight kids by thirty two different moms. <laughs> wow, I'd like to see how that happens. <laughs> hey, why not? You know, I mean, shit, man. It's yeah, John. I need you to stop that craziness because it just. But honestly, man, I I know hey, I know people hey, are gonna say. That's exactly what I was going to say. Can we not learn from Tiger? Tiger taught us everything. About- hold on, hold on, Dave, Dave, I 100% is like Tiger Woods. But the thing that this show has constantly said about Tiger Woods is he needed better friends. Yes, he does need better I don't friends. feel like we should say that about John Moran. Well, here's the thing, right? You, you kind of have to to a point because his friends should have known that he had the gun. Hold on, hold on, bro. It ain't, he it, had it in no, here's the thing. Ain't no problem with y'all having a gun. The problem is nigga flashing the gun. Man, he will not be on the Lakers next year. Stop that craziness, Dave. Stop it. Hey, first of all, if he was on the Lakers, you'd be happy as shit. Like, don't. <laughs> Just from a talent perspective, you'd be yeah. happy as shit. Yeah, but financially, that's not going to happen. But, you know, the South Bay Lakers, that's funny. The G League. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, he could he could be on the Clippers. I mean, he it fit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, they got a whole bunch of really good players that never get to play basketball for various reasons. So why not put them there? Yeah. All right. So we're gonna jump off this basketball thing for a little bit. Forty minutes later. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we got rid of two of the things that we're gonna talk about anyway. So hey, it's what it is. So. All right, Moby. Talk to me. Why do people in Texas love their AR-15s, but they also love mass shootings that happen with AR-15s? Yet we still, they still want their guns. Talk, talk to me, man, because I don't get it. I mean, what's what's that to get? I mean, hey, we want our guns, but they killing our kids with those guns that we want, and but we still want everybody to be able to get the guns. Like I don't understand <sighs> because. Those people care more about their guns they than the kids. Wow. And 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 if they're going to tell me vice versa, I'm going to say prove it. <laughs> yeah. Be, be, because if if your beef is that hey, I have a right to have my AR-15 assault rifle. First of all, I'm going to say, what war are you preparing for? <laughs> Cause, cause I'm, I'm, I actually understand the gun right activists that are like, hey, we don't want the government to take our guns away. Cause I understand it. I'm like, you know, I, I, we're, we are too far gone as a society in this country to say, to even expect that everybody, if we're all of a sudden going to say, hey, guns are illegal, you can't have them. Shit ain't never going to happen. No. But, no, never. but what you need ar-15 for look me not gun enthusiast maybe i they'll just say i just don't understand but i and when you say hey i have the right to protect my house i'm gonna say you don't need ar-15 to protect your house i'm gonna say having a gun period helps you protect your house now if you're gonna say i have an ar-15 because i'm concerned that criminals have ar-15s i'm gonna say (laughs) 
I, I'm simply going to say, like, whether it was illegal or not, criminals are always going to have better shit than you because they're criminals. Criminals. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, I just don't want the criminals to have better shit than the authorities. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> and the crazy part about it is everybody's like, we don't want them to take our guns. No, idiot. We don't. People don't want to take their guns. They want you to get a background check before you get a gun. And I don't think there's any problem with that. Now, some people can say, well, that's really, uh, that's really like, um, uh, it's kind of racist because then you're talking about, well, well, maybe the black people won't be able to get guns because most of them have criminal records, whatever, whatever. I mean, but if they're a criminal, they're going to find a way to get an AR-15. You know, how many people who not supposed to have guns because of, you know, they're a felon, they still got a gun. But the thing about it is, these people aren't killing, aren't doing mass shootings. The people doing mass shootings is that 18-year-old white kid over there who has a shitty life and she wants and they want to take it out on everybody else. You know, Sandy Park. That was a white dude. Here's the thing. I think Dave King is 100% right. Yeah. It's a systematic issue that's countrywide. And this is the point. Yes, the Black Panthers use that same mentality to try to get weapons to arm and protect their community. And all of a sudden, a lot of gun rights happened because of that. And somebody said before, a long time ago, and it's 100% true, if every of-age black male in this country went out and registered to get AR-15s, you bet your sweet ass, within a month, within a month, (laughs) there would be some regulation to that shit. Because they'd be like, hold on. We can't have all of them go get it. Exactly. (laughs) And... and, Is that the extreme measure we need to take? Because no, because truthfully, I don't want any group of people to have AR-15s just walking around the streets. Like, AR-15s are like MMA fighters, man. Like, I'm scared of them because they exist. Yeah. <laughs> not not because I'm scared they're actually going to do harm to me. I'm scared because I don't know who's one of them. I mean, I just don't know about who's it one is, of them. And, if you're and honestly, that, back in the day, back in the day, if you're going to protect your house, shotgun. Because you know what? There ain't nothing more intimidating than that sound. Exactly. In close quarters, you hear, hey, that's all I need to know. Like, Later. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing to this house more important to me. I'm out, I'm out this bitch. Like, and you know but what? But yeah, like, at, at the end of the day, um, the NRA, and not just the NRA, because they're not like the only gun organization. They're just the only one we talk about. But Well, they got the money. Yeah, but nobody wants to say what's true, which is, they care more about making money off these assault rifles and off of peddling fear. Because most of the gun enthusiasts that are like, I don't want them to take our guns away are the people who are afraid of everything and everybody. They're what? afraid of minorities coming to steal their country. They're afraid the authorities are trying to take their guns away so they can inflict them in tyranny. It's like, bruh, first of all, if they were trying to put a ban on all guns, I would 100% support them and being like, no, I don't I don't want the government to come take all guns. Yeah. My thing is like, do you need an assault rifle? No. You just don't. For nothing. Like, if, if you have a hunting rifle, you have shotguns, you mm-hmm. have handguns, look, I am okay with all of them. All of them. But 
they're not like that and 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 any big industry doesn't want you to limit any of their product period point blank i mean they just uh, damn i said that and then they it's it's every single big industry absolutely right dave like no industry wants you to limit any profit margin right i mean what they just need to show them is a clip from fear of a black hat when Tasty T was pretty much, I got this gun for small motherfuckers, I got this gun for medium-sized motherfuckers, and I got this rocket launcher for big motherfuckers. Here's like, the thing. Once again, all that does is prove the point. Like, if all the black people went out to all the gun stores all around the world, and one day I was just like, hey, we trying to buy all your shit. We trying to take all the guns, all yeah. that. All of a sudden, it would be a epidemic in our country with guns. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's a epidemic all these people have guns we need to do more background checks blah 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 but it, because because like you said most of the mass shootings aren't by people that share our level of pigmentation no and the crazy part is the people who are complaining about all the stuff y'all will probably pass a a, a check so like what do you care <laughs> but you know why well, can't I wait three days to get my gun Bitch, you wait two days yeah, yeah. to get stuff from Amazon. Yeah, I'm gonna say first of all, anybody who's <laughs> like, I don't, I can't wait three days for my gun. My problem, my thing is like, nigga, who are you running from? <laughs> if, 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 if you, if you, if you can't wait three days to get this gun, who, who did you piss off? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm one of those cynical people that you know when I see individual shootings of brutal nature, I don't think, man, that's terrible. I always think, what did that do? Yeah, all day, someone off. So like if it, you one of them dudes is running the gun, so I need a gun today. You gotta wait three days. I can't wait. I'd be like, what did you do to somebody <laughs> that you can't wait three days, bro? I mean, like, first of all, I'm gonna need you to talk so stop talking so much shit in the first place. Yeah. Because I can't think of anyone making enemies like on purpose if you ain't got a gun. Like Not honestly, that's like me. If I go out to a bar or a club and I see some five foot seven. 135 pound dude talking shit to me like really loud and obnoxious i'm not afraid of him my thing is if you're talking loud obnoxious shit to me you know one of two things that i don't know you know you have a gun or you just know that you're stupid and i'm not gonna take my chance on that you might be stupid i'm just gonna assume that you are a reasonable intellect and if you're talking so much cold cash shit you think you got some steel and you think i don't or you think you're quick draw my draw and you're gonna and you're gonna pull yours faster than mine. Or MMA or, fighter. Or MMA fighter. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Dave. Once again, I compared them like look, I think it was so rough. Like, like, bro, and either way, I am going to at least be a little bit more reserved in my response. I'm not gonna fly off thing. I'm like, hey, this dude knows something. Let me see if we can avoid conflict. Yeah. Now that is different from running from conflict, but hey. Hey, maybe this little motherfucker just drunk. Maybe this little motherfucker got a whole bunch of guns. Maybe this little motherfucker got a whole bunch of friends. Either way, I ain't here for all this. Yeah, you ain't so with anybody who's like, I need an assault. Anybody I need an assault rifle, bro. You live in a lifestyle that is not conducive to living, or <laughs> you have just been you have just been thrown all of this fear so much in your life. You actually believe this shit. You believe that the day you don't have an assault rifle on your person. Is the day you're gonna get robbed, they're gonna rape your women and hang your puppy. Like <laughs> it's, just, it's just an irrational. It's just an irrational fear. It's just an irrational fear. 
Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, you ain't wrong. It's just... Yeah. I mean... So, yeah, to, to, you know, long yeah. answer, but your, your quick answer is because the people care more about their guns than their kids. I mean, boy, it's go- unfortunately, the sad thing about it is it's going to take some shit happening at a place where it shouldn't happen. Bro, it already right. happens in schools, man. No. It, there ain't, it's happening in schools and a church, bro. No. If, if, if happening in schools and a church ain't enough to make these you know gun worshipers want to do something different ain't nothing gonna do it we might as well just give it up like i mean like, honestly, gotta... i don't even i don't even like going into debates about people with guns because honestly they just don't give a fuck like they care about their guns that's it get your gun oh man so yeah dave you're probably right boston's gonna get swept and yep it's just disappointing and the reason I say it's disappointing because they're a top two roster in the NBA on paper. Yeah. I once again, top to bottom, they're a top two roster in the NBA on paper. And for some reason, they got a, a light skinned superstar that don't want to take shots when it matters. And they got Marcus Smart who yells a lot. And they got a coach who don't know what timeouts are. And I mean, like, what, what do you do? What do you blow, do? You blow that shit up and start over. That that's what's gonna end up happening. So uh, we talked about all this stuff, man. What else is on your mind, Mopi? We talked about a lot of shit tonight. Anything on your mind that has to do with anything shit we talk about? Oh, uh, nothing to do with what we're talking about. Nothing to do with what we talk about. Alright. So, so is that a, nothing's on I your mean, mind? I mean no, some of mine is just saying nothing to do with what we're talking about, man. Okay, like, what's, what's on your mind Alright, man. So as a dad today, I realized that I have not I have not been doing my best dadding lately. Because I listen to my my daughters like bicker with each other and I can just not hear that shit. It's just white noise to me. <laughs> but today, apparently my guard was down and I was just like listening to them go back and forth and I realized I, I I'm gonna try to say this as as humbly as possible. I myself like to think of myself as a pretty quick-witted individual. Like, as they said back in the day, playing the dozens, you know, joking on each other. Like, you joke on me, I'm pretty good at having a good, funny, clever, witty response to your... I'm a counterpuncher. Like, you give me a good joke, I will counterpunch with a good joke. It's... I've always been this. this. This wasn't anything that I felt like I learned. It was just, maybe it was because I was a short, fat kid and you have to, you know, get really good at being a counter. When you, when you, look, when you're a short, fat kid, you either become a really good counter puncher or you get really good at being to yourself or you just hang out with all the other people who are getting joked on so y'all have each other to console each other. Me, that was not an option <laughs> for me because I also played sports and was athletic, so I was going to be around all the cool kids who were joking on people. So if I was going to be the short, fat kid hanging around the athletic, good-looking kids that like to joke on people, I better be fucking funny so they know not to come at me with that weak-ass bullshit on a joking scale. But my daughters, they suck at coming up with any responses with each other. They're just not good at it. And part of me is like, hey, that's good. They don't joke on people. Great. But it's like, yo, when you get joked on, man, you gotta you gotta be able to hit back. Like, I, I don't want them to be out here getting verbally assaulted and they don't have a quick 
response to come back to it because then they're just the verbal punching bag. And, and I'm like, you know, I was listening to them and I'm just like, y'all are such disappointments. Like, <laughs> because never have I ever been joked on and didn't have something to say. That At least your me. mama, but you really can't say that, so. I mean, it, Bro, if they said that, I would at least be like, that's funny because it's funny. Yeah, you know, it's funny because y'all got the same one. But I'm just like, look, if y'all can't even joke on each other, because everybody knows between siblings and best friends, if you can't joke on them, oh yeah, you just you just ain't got no material. None. Because those are the people you joke on the hardest. Because you know the most about it. And you're you're relentless when it comes to them. They're they're either the kindest gentlest most docile creatures on earth which they're not or i just haven't done a very good job of preparing them for this for this landmine of jokes that is coming when they get later on in school like i thought i thought kira would get better at it when she's in middle school and i gotta say she's a little bit ahead of the game from katie's katie's still in elementary school and katie's is a giant in the school so i understand you know maybe Ain't nobody really joking on her there because I mean, everybody's scared to get an ass but I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure them hands get thrown. All of a sudden, them words will come out of the Yeah, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure if that that backhand from justice comes, looks looks like she high five Jesus first and then brought it back down to you. Oh, <laughs> I'm That's sure funny. that can be a deterrent from joking, but like, eventually, she gonna get to the big leagues of joking. And the responses that she has in her back pocket, which is she likes, she tries to disarm you by saying thank you or I know I am or is that best? I'm like, no, you've got to come with some quick, witty shit that's going to hurt. You got to learn how to talk about somebody's mama. You got to learn how to talk about somebody's weak ass wardrobe. Like if they stutter, you got to bring that shit up. Like only as a counterpuncher. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not saying. Here's the thing. I'm not saying be a verbal bully. I'm simply saying you got to get your Floyd Mayweather counterpunch game strong, because that's a deterrent. It's it's just like these scared people who have their guns thing having an AR-15 is a deterrent. Like you got to have your AR-15 worth of jokes in your back pocket, so they know when they joke that 12 gauge sound just comes. Like you sure you want to do this. Cause like, back the in, Cause like back in the day, I know in the lunchroom back in the day before, you know, but when I came out my shell, cause I'm pretty sure at one point in time I was, I was shy. I didn't want to joke like that, but like, but it was like, you going to joke? You sure? Cause like I go all day. <laughs> you hit it with the nice way at the beginning. Hey man, I just, I want to hurt your feelings a little bit, but I, I got you if you want to keep doing this. So. I mean, I'm going to answer your question, ah. even, even though W.R. Brown has already come up here. I'm going to answer your question anyway. See, the thing about their mama, their mama's not very quick with it when it comes to jokes either. So I don't even know. I don't even know if she can tell that they're not very good at it. She might think they have some very good verbal back and forth. And me, I'm just like, man, that's a weak ass shit right there. Like, you need, I need you to step your game up. Like, once again, I'm not asking my kids to be verbal bullies. I'm not. I'm saying I want them to be effective counter punchers. That's it. I just want them to be effective. Dave, you know damn well you got to be an effective counterpuncher when you joke. Dave, you know. 
me and you, definitely. Dave, me and you, we worked in the store together. We had, some, <laughs> we, had some, we had some people in the store that knew not to joke on either one of us because they knew we'll go all day. If you start the shift off with a joke, we're going to be joking till the end of the shift. So you better have a plethora of joke material. Like you better not don't, don't come with two bullets. I got extra clips. Like I'm bringing these jokes to your front door like you ordered me. Like <laughs> Oh no. I'm door dashing them shit. <laughs> uh and when you 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 can say cap, but like look, it's not it is not an insult for me to say you are not a great joker that that's that's fine see the thing is as a parent you just hope that you can give your kids all the things you're good at like you see if if our kids weren't very musically inclined i wouldn't feel responsible for that that'd be your fault because you're the musical (laughs) because you're the musical fault like if our kids were super unathletic that would be a slight to me because i'd be like that's my fault somehow i didn't give any athletic genes to them like somehow my sperm failed them so so when it comes to jokes that's how i see things i'm like i'm like look i know i'm pretty funny when it comes to joking on people why are they not and i even told kids i'm like maybe maybe we need to go through some verbal sparring maybe i can you know teach you to get your game up and i'm just like but she's just so sweet and nice she don't want to and i'm like i don't want to ruin that because i don't want i don't want to create a verbal bully but I just want to do better. Like, doesn't every parent just want their kid to be better than them? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want them to be better at joking than I am. That's it. Hey, hey, Dave. I need you to leave out the names, protect the innocent, man. You're out here putting names out here. We, we, we try not to do that as much as possible. What name did he put out? Cause I, I didn't. Oh man, yeah. Let's, let's not put out names. I mean. <laughs> You're not wrong, but no, let's, not not. Yeah. No, let's, let's not put our names. Let's not put our names. We, we but, need hey, you on hey, that. Hey, he need to catch this straight. <laughs> you, you out here just spraying the area. Just <laughs> Man, his earring, like, what the hell's going on? He laying up with his wife, like, <laughs> why is my ear ringing? Because Dave out here is singing slave. Oh, man. So... Well, good luck. But on yeah, that, that's man. what's on my mind, man. I, 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 I got to do better, man. Look, my kids are awesome, and I don't want to give them any bad stuff. Like, I don't want them to be bullies because I hate that. But they got to be able to respond better than that, man. Ah. So, what's on my mind, man? I, yo, I've been talking about this shit for years. And now that I'm in a position where it now could possibly negatively affect me, I'm really on this shit. So, like, I read this article today about this dude who moved into somebody else's house. He became a squatter. And, you know, basically, for those of you who don't know, squatters are people who just move into houses and say, that's my house now. All you got to do is have mail delivered there and stay house for at least 30 days. Well, yes and no. There are a couple different things. You know, a lot of people actually make up fake, um, like, fake leases and stuff. Because that gets you in the court. But this woman who was military, the sheriff was like, nah, he he instituted something. Um, basically said a dude was, you know, in, intruding or whatever. So, man, like, why do squatters have rights, bro? 
Like there's a thing called squatters rights. I'm like, you you just now finding out about that? No, no. But I've always wondered this. Like, how do you have rights? You broke into my shit, and you got rights. That's not how this shit works. Like, and we and we can't do shit like you know, um, I don't know, fix the debt ceiling or you know feed the homeless, get them off streets. Yet we got motherfuckers out here who move to somebody's house, get some fake paperwork. And then it takes an act of God to get them out of the house they don't pay for. Squatters rights, rights. What? Man, you gonna make me say some shit up here? I don't even get it, man. Sound like you hating? Sound like these niggas got the game figured out and you just trying to hate? Man, fuck that, man. <laughs> See, that's the problem, right? They mess, they they mess with the right one, cause yo, he moved all his shit in there, like even to his dogs into this place. And she was gone like two weeks. He moved up in this shit. I was like, bitch. Like, really? You can't get your own shit, but you're going to move to somebody else's. See, that's that's how, that's how people get shot. That's how people get shot, man. And I, I just... Squatters right hey, to my the, ass. Those people with the AR-15 is like, that's what we got them for. We got them for the squatters. I mean, clearly. You know, but yeah, man. That's more bullshit. This squatters right shit. That's what we need to be talking about. When motherfuckers who move into your shit get rights. Look, look at my face. Once again, they move in, get some mail delivered. They they got a 30-day protection window. Man, bitch. That's what and that's why people like me go to jail. <laughs> Cause, you know, I know OJ had to steal his shit back. I'm stealing my house back. I ain't got time for this bullshit. So, you know. Say what you want. You'll see me on the damn news handcuffed because I be damned. Tom, I gotta wait 30 days. If you don't get this motherfucker out of my house <laughs> that I'm paying for, well, I got this lease. Lease from where, motherfucker? You ain't get no lease with my name on it. You get the fuck out of here. Here's the thing. What if, what if that squatter really got hustled by somebody? And, I mean, I'm just asking for devil's advocate. Like, so what if they, in good faith, signed a lease with somebody that they thought was the owner of the place and they didn't they've already paid somebody you you don't think they should have some protection too because they got conned no okay. not in my house oh so so it just matters if it's your house well, not your house <laughs> I'm just saying like because you're, you're painting a picture like all squatters who do this like are doing it to hustle the game and some people actually really get conned like, but how like, do you get a key like, to the damn house? Here's the thing. Once again, somebody has a vacation home or something. And somebody knows his vacation home. So they know, hey, this person ain't here for three months out of the year. So I literally break into the house, change the locks on the door, mm-hmm. write up a lease like I own and put, put the house up for rent. Somebody signed a lease agreement with me or fake a fake identity me. I give them the key. They pay me rent for a couple months. And then the owners come back and like, hey, this, what are you doing? I'm renting this place. We own this house. That person didn't know. That person didn't do the squatter shit because they were just trying to live in your shit for free. They got hustled. So, and I understand that. You gotta get the fuck about my house. I mean, look, I get, I get what you're saying, but I just wanted, I just wanted to understand how you felt if they didn't do it negatively. Because I imagine they probably want to get the fuck about your house because they know, hey, we thought we was renting this place, but. At the same time, they might not be able to just get about your house in 15 minutes. 
I'm, I'm sorry, man. No, I, 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 I get it, man. You're, you you don't have the, the capacity of compassion to care unless that would be you in that instance. Because I bet you would be like, this is some fucked up shit, man. I thought I was renting this house and now the police show up and just tell me I got to get all my shit out. I got me and my kids up in here and y'all just telling me I got to go right now. Like, no questions asked. How would you feel? <laughs> that shit happened to your ass. Hold on. First of all, if they got hustled like that, I would feel compassion. I, I don't know how I would necessarily handle it. But once again, I just don't want this paint this this squatters thing to be painted as everybody who does this is doing this maliciously just to get in your spot for free. Well, this dude did, oh, and everybody who gets arrested. Actually, not everybody who gets arrested does. Well, most people don't get arrested. Actually, that's what I'm saying. It's actually a lot yeah. of people. There are a lot of people who hustle like that, like and, and it sucks. It yeah. sucks for everybody. It does. But this dude, he he just moved in this shit, and. <laughs> Like, I don't feel no sorry for this motherfucker. Like, and that's the thing, right? It's like, you almost gotta, you know, you almost gotta, like, double and triple your, like, your protection on your own shit. And I just think it's weird that, like, people such as us, we gotta prove that we, we pay rent. What do you mean prove we pay rent? Would you like my, I, I mean, I could show you all the amount I paid on this shit. How about that moment? Like, and it's just, it's so hard. It's so hard to, I don't understand the difficulty and like a couple I days. I mean, you, maybe. You, do real, you do realize squatters' rights have affected us before, right? Yes. Yes and no. No, no, it, it affected us. Well, we had to get out, yeah. Yes, but they we didn't have to get out right then. And that was because we had rights. No, but that's because she gave us our money back and shit. No, no. No, no we had to get out. Uh, we were supposed to get out at a certain time. We had. They had to give us at least 30 days. They gave us at least 30 days. That we was part. Those were part of squatters' rights. Hold on, man. Yeah, the we per, once, once again, here's it. We were squatters. By the by definition of law, we were squatters. We were in a place paying rent to somebody who no longer owned the property. Well, and yeah. and when the people who owned the property showed up to the house, they couldn't just come up and be like, "Hey, y'all got to get out." It was basically like, "Oh, okay, we understand you signed a lease. That I person no longer owns the property. You've got to leave. You, you got thirty days to leave." They legally had to give us that because they they couldn't just come up and be like, "Hey, this house spot, get up out." So once again, squatters' rights actually affected us before too. Yeah. I understand. I understand in this scenario. This was a dirt. This this a dirty squad. Yeah, but there's yeah, yeah. a lot of people out there who you know unfortunate squad. We were unfortunate squads. We had no idea. We we didn't know that chick got foreclosed six months prior. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. We, we was paying our rent on time. You know, minding our business. That's very true. <laughs> but but I don't think we got necessarily like taken up. You know, taken per se. No, but what I'm saying is, once again, the squatters' rights still protected us because as soon as as soon as that entity became owners of that property, they couldn't just immediately say y'all got to leave. By law, they couldn't. And you know what? But here's the thing: I would be fine with that entity being a bank doing that, but like, nah, man. If you paying on this shit, I, I feel like it's different when a bank does it. And when a person does it, like if I can prove I own this shit and my rent's being paid on, you know, my lease, my shit's paid on it, 
like that 30 day stuff okay. i'm kind of just like eh. okay so so you said the bank thing so if somebody would have because she had her house up for short sale we just didn't know about it so if if somebody would have purchased her house whether it was a bank or not if somebody would have purchased the house they still couldn't kick us out immediately they still would have had to give us at least 30 days because those are part of squatters rights even if they would have purchased it and bought it they still would have had to give us 30 days because we had squad we had rights but I, I, I know it's two different things i just yeah, want you yeah, to know yeah, that yeah. At, at one point in time because you you like you think squatters rights are stupid at one point in time squatter rights are the reason we had a place to stay for a couple weeks well <laughs> i well maybe they should call something else then they probably should because squatters <laughs> are negative squatters are negative and hey you got your shit just foreclosed on that's completely different you know but like yeah we i guess we had squatters rights but we weren't squatters up in this bitch i mean you you you, you sweating the details man i sweating mean hey details whatever intentions that's don't matter all that matters is what is and what isn't yeah man we might have good we might we might have good intentions but we're still squatters yeah, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm using logic ah <laughs> uh, but that's on that note I gotta get out of here now because this guy made me look like a fucking idiot. No, um, no, no. I just because I agree with you. I don't think anybody who does what this guy did should yeah. be protected by shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I mean, it's got to be some shit going down. But with that being said, appreciate everybody for listening to the episode tonight. Uh, whether you listen to it right now live or you listen to it later on the podcast, thank you for listening to us. Uh, we are on Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will always be on Twitch. We will always be on YouTube. And, of course, if you're a friend of mine, you can check us out on my Facebook page as well. Um, thank you to Mo B for being in the house today. AG will hopefully be back with us next week. And, of course, um, just like I always say, tell a, tell a friend, tell an enemy, just tell somebody about us. Hey. You know, this is the show, Five Minute Warning. If you're not here, I don't know where you at. And at this point in time, sports, unless you like watching a lot of baseball, you should really be listening to us because it's about to get dry real quick. Well, if you like seeing the Celtics, good. Yeah, get Molly Wops. God bless America. Is it still like 80 points now? I can find out. I ain't, I ain't watching it. I just, got, I just get the occasional score update on my phone and I'll be like, damn. I'm why scared. Does, why, why does the score keep getting farther apart? I mean, at least, when, at least the Lakers ain't getting their ass beat. You know, we lose a wing in the ass beat, so. Constantly trying to find a win, baby. Yeah, Frank, got to find it every day. Every day you search for that win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you got to search for the win. What you doing? I mean, they yeah. only down by 29 right now. Oh, shit. Jeez. Well, <laughs> and Jason Tatum's not going to touch the ball in the fourth quarter. So, it is what it is. But, yeah, check us out next Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, just like always, peace, love, hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW Podcast, at Nugeman25, at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5 Minute Warning. AG underscore five minute warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of.
the five minute warning. 